You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. My name is Austin Fury. I'm from Simcoe, Ontario. My name is Jared Tam. I'm from Vancouver, British Columbia. My name is Ty Warman. I'm from Big Spring, Texas. My name is Faith Tam. I'm from Vancouver, Canada. My name is Jessica Azores. I'm from Lancaster, California. My name is David Covarubias, and I'm from Tucson, Arizona. Welcome to Tim Talks. That is an oldie but goldie. That is a West Coast tour group that I met back in the summer at Camp Kobiak. And I <clears throat> I just went through some of my old files and found that. I did not play it back then. I don't know what happened, but I want to get that Shame in. Thank you. you to those young people. I know, I know. So what did West Coast ever do to you that you jilted them like that? Well. <laughs> so you me. think other colleges are better. Mm-hmm. Shame mm-hmm. on you. Goodness. That's right. That's right. Well, let me reveal what happened with the mess up um, at the end of the month. So here's the deal. So I've had to fire a couple people in our tech team, and I hate to do yep. that. Yep. But um, we we are only allotted so much memory on the program that we use to to um, house our Tim Talks Well, because files. we're cheapskates and we don't want to pay for the mega buck bundle. Exactly. We only get yes. 400, was it 400 Gig is a gig. Four hundred meg. Meg, yeah, which isn't a yeah. lot. So, so when we record, we have to do it in a lower kilobyte setting. And I, w- I have a template set up. I, re- I download it. I use it all the time. But every now and then, it goes to a higher setting. And so I use which means up, about double the memory. Not quite yeah, double, but about right. one point seven times the memory. Yeah. Yes. So what happened was last month we exceeded our our memory limit and so um we could not play a couple of segments in order there so um if you're catching up or if you are just joining us you don't know anything that i'm talking about but for our for our regular listeners who quickly text me and said hey three of them three (laughs) um for all three of our listeners they're like where's tim docs i can't get tim docs tim docs isn't working i'm sure i'm sure you already know but and so we felt so bad that we fired tom and jerry and they won't be doing that anymore. So that's um, right. We hired Abbott and Costello. Abbott and Costello will not be doing that. So, and if they don't work out, <laughs> Laurel and Hardy are standing by. So that's what happened. So, oh, technical difficulties. I think it really was a good thing in the long run, though, because it gave us a little bit of a break, and it also built up some great anticipation for those oh, who you know. People were sitting on pins and needles for a day. Oh, oh man! You know what? I just thought of something. I did not send Lori polling polling her um, her link today. Uh oh! Shout I'm out to Lori. Lori, don't kill Pastor Stone next time oh, you see him. Lori, please forgive me. Just um, beat him up. She's usually pretty good. She'll get me to like three or four o'clock, and then she's like, "Hey, did you guys you know have a program today?" So I I'm sending her number nine hundred and something today. I don't know, but uh, Lori, I, I'll take care of that, and I'll blame it on our tech guys. It's their fault. That's it. That's, That's their it. fault. So there you go. Uh, okay, you are going to reveal yes. something as well. Yes. So uh, Dr. Al Stone mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. said something in our last podcast mm. that revealed that uh, the complete different era in which we were trained for the ministry. The Stone Age. Yes. So you said mm-hmm. you want to make sure that you're in by 8 o'clock and that people see your car there and they know that you're at work. Right. That's not so today. Oh. It is not oh. so. Oh. Now, obviously, office help most of the time. You want them there. But there are a lot of people that are doing remote office yeah. work. Yes. You know, that's like – uh, my wife is our church secretary now, and uh, there are many times that she transfers the phone from the church to her cell phone, mm-hmm. and she does things at home on the computer, and then she'll come in. But it's not like you have to be here all the time. As a mm-hmm. matter of fact, there is a new era, a younger era of pastors, I would say yeah. 40 and under, Yes, that they're telling their associates that once they've built up some consistency and reliability, they don't care what time they come in as long as their job gets done. And right. they're going to make sure that their job gets done, and they got to be accountable that their job gets done. But right. it isn't so much that you have to see them in the office right at a certain hour right. as long as they know their job's getting done. Matter of fact, there is a group of pastors that will say, I don't want to see you in the office. I want you out of the office intermingling with people mm-hmm. and ministering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so the main thing is communication. Right. Uh, you know, those guys that may not have to be in at eight, they expect them to get a text of, okay, today I'm going to be doing this, 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 and this. You know, should be in around nine or should be in around 11 or, you know, so that's not the priority now as far mm-hmm. as you must show up the way that it used to be because yeah. with all of our devices you can wind up uh, doing a lot of things remotely yeah and and you're absolutely right and i i was there uh at the end of my pastorate i was telling my staff i'd rather you not be in the office um there's a lot of things you could do outside the office you're right yeah just because you wanted to goof off in the office well i didn't want to be in the office either <laughs> 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 but if they are all running around, they could see my car wasn't there. <laughs> you're out. Pastors. You're out in the parking lot, practicing your slap shot on the. Uh... Yeah, that's right. I was in the nursery. I was in the nursery practicing. In the nursery. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to episode twenty-seven episode, for that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and and I, you know, and I get that. Um, I I struggled with that a little bit because we were we were ingrained, you know, be in the office, be visible, you know, we want to know what you're doing, that kind of stuff. And and not that there was ever a question that we weren't working hard or anything, but that's just the way it was. And I mean, that was every workplace. That was the bank where my mom worked, you know, right. she had to be there right. in place and but yeah, there are a lot of remote things. And and I I think that's I think that's okay. Uh, I think it's still good for the pastor to have some office hours for people to be oh, able yes. to drop by and, you know, Oh, yes. See you there, and you know, I just, I'm having trouble. I want I just stop by. I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, and I know people would say, "Well, they can just text me, or they can call me." And, and that's true; they can. Um, and and maybe I am a little archaic that way, and that may be part of the reason why I'm I'm not pastoring. But um, yeah, and that would be an adjustment for me if I was to start a church staff today, and the pastor said, "Yeah, we don't want you in the office; just just go work." You better be of good character if you're going to do that. 
Well, that's why I'm saying when when once you've been there a year or two or so, because right. I think it's very important to set up those boundaries and and practice of mm-hmm. just you know that they're getting up. You know that they're and, and here's the problem: um, we can't be distrusting mm-hmm. of our staff. There needs to be an opportunity we give them to prove themselves, but we can't continually not trust. It. We're worried that somebody's goofing off. Right now, it's okay if we goof off, but we can't let anybody else goof off for twenty minutes because you know, God forbid that they would do that. You know that you know, and, and so that's so inconsistent. You know that, uh, yeah. but there needs to be a proving. But that is that is a huge difference today. Yeah. I do find that a lot of major corporations are drawing back to having people come back to the office because yeah, of the taxes. camaraderie, because of the camaraderie, because it is a little bit easier to communicate when they're right there to step across the hall to the office, or call them in the office, or call multiple people in the office. It's, it is a little easier, and I think there's less distraction sometimes. When you're at home and the kids are there and the television well, is big. there, that, that's a lot. And so I do find a lot of companies are drawing back to that, you know, come to the office. Um, and, and I, I mean, if you can do it, I mean, if you, can, if you have a staff, I mean, you don't have to have as big a building. You don't have to pay as big of energy bills. Um, there's some benefits to that. But at the same time, you want quality work and, and you want to have that trust factor for sure. You're absolutely correct on that. All right. So as far as time management, um, one of the things that you cannot manage is going to be your study time. Yeah. And if you are studying, uh, I mean, sometimes, and we've talked about this with those that are uh, bivocational, but regardless Sometimes you just only have so much time to study. And if you're going to the pulpit unprepared or not as prepared as you know that you should be, not can be, but you know that you should be, you know, maybe nobody else realizes it, but you know it. You've struggled through your sermon. And I don't care how many people may say, well, that was good today, preacher. Sometimes people say that because they don't know what else to say. Right. You know, it's a way to leave and make you feel okay. You know, in other words, they're saying they're glad they are glad they came to church. But, you know, they oh, that was good today. Instead of, wow, did that really pierce my soul? That's a huge difference to me. Um, and so, you know, you know within your own heart. Uh, you know, now, if you've not had the time because you've been interrupted by non-important things— well, then that's a lesson you got to learn. Nope, this has to be my priority. Again, what is your priority? But if you've been interrupted because of things that came up that nothing else is going to, you know, matter, uh, your your hot water tank burst at the house. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll be there in about eight hours. You know, I got to yeah. get this. Stuff. I, I mean, obviously, you know, you're there's sometimes going to be emergencies or, um, you know, somebody that. I have to meet with you or, you know, whatever it may be. Uh, Okay. You know, those, those are, those are more rare, but you still have to prioritize and you may have to slot something that was going to be sort of fun and inconsequential. And maybe that's got to get kicked to the curb this week Mm -hmm. while you get that extra study time in. Mm -hmm. Let me say this, rejoice in any time that you get, 
and do not become bitter for the time that you don't. And there are a lot of people over the years that have gotten very bitter in ministry and at ministry because they felt that it robbed them of time. And as we've said this whole week, there's a balance, there's a balance, there's a balance. And there, and I would say that sometimes there are ministries that do ask and require too much of a staff and they burn that staff out or they, they turn that staff against themselves. And that's not good either. And you may have to, at times, sit down with the pastor and say, Pastor, I'm just having a hard time managing all that I have to do and these other things. Can you give me some advice? Can you give me some direction on how I may better do that? And he may come to the realization that, yeah, I've given you way too much to do, and I can take some of those things away. And I will tell you this, that there were times where, you know, I would say, oh, man, I got to get some things done at church. And I'd say to my kids or I'd say to folks, hey, can you do this? And they would say this, why can't our staff do that? And I'd say, because our staff is busy. They've got a lot going on. Well, how much could they possibly be doing? And they had no idea how much time yes. it took for our staff to do their work. And I would say to them, maybe you need to come and spend a day with them and see what they do. And maybe sometimes, myself included, maybe our staff gave that indication that we had time. And you know, maybe we didn't use our time as wisely. And people saw that. So you got to be careful on both sides of that. And as a pastor, I think it would be good for you every now and then to pull your staff in and ask them, how are you doing? How is your time management? Um, do you feel that you're spending enough time with your spouse? Uh, because, I mean, let's face it, you might have a great staff member, but if their spouse leaves them, you don't have a staff member anymore. Or if they're constantly coming in for marital counseling, you don't have an effective um, staff member anymore. So it, it'd be good to maybe take stock in that. And there were times when I would tell Brother Hall, you are taking the day off. You you are going to take a couple days off. You're going to take a holiday. He said, well, I got so much to do. I got to get this done. I said, no, no, no. You are going to take the time. Your wife needs it. You need it. You're tired. Uh, you spent more than enough time, and so you take that. And I, I was glad that he worked out hard, but there were times when he needed to take that time as well. Yeah, there were times, many times, whenever I was uh, both working for Pastor Thompson and Pastor Folger. Now, Pastor Folger, when he assumed the pastorate, um, he started assigning days off. Mm. and which was a good thing because mm. then now time management you can plan all right i can plan on on this or that now whenever i had other things going on you know obviously if i took tuesday off well tuesday's usually a game day for soccer so mm -hmm. you know my day off lasted till like one thirty. you know mm -hmm. but at least it was time that I could do things and you know unfortunately Denise was teaching so it wasn't like we could spend time together mm -hmm. but at least it was time to rest up and do some things around the house and those kind of things uh, but you do have you do have to understand that the more successful you're going to be you know make that whatever you want but the more you accomplish things well the more things you're going to be given and yeah. so it generally yeah. means that you've done a good job with your time and now you've got to make even better use of your time because you have more and more and more added to you. And so uh, the second thing would be part of time management is whenever you're wasting time doing something you're not trained to do. Mm. And so there are times that I think it's very wise that let's say a uh, let's say maybe a secretary 
is given the job of doing some, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, doing some of the uh, layout work for bulletins or whatever it may be. And if they don't know what they're doing, mm-hmm. it may be wise for you to pay for them to go to a, you know, a community college. Mm-hmm. Or there are so many uh, online tutorials yep. that you can go through and it may seem like all they've done is watch their computer for four hours but they're learning mm-hmm. and they're investing to where their time would be better used and so there there's a great opportunity i think it's very important that that we give people if we want them to do a job that or if you've been given a job to do Make sure that you have the uh, opportunity to learn how to do that job well, because in the long run, you may not get up and going with it as fast, but in the long run, you will manage your time so much better if you're well-trained. Yeah. Let me say this, two things. Number one, um, if you're a young guy and you grew up gaming and you stayed up late at night gaming and you get married and want to serve in the ministry, you may have to put your game system away for a while. Because That's your wife's exactly going right. to want that time, right? Don't go and yep. think, oh, man, I need to relax. I'm going to game. I'll just game for 30 minutes. Next thing you know, it's been two, three hours. That's right. You're, you're going to have a wife, mad, a mad hatter wife for sure. And put that thing away for a while. Leave it and you know, come back to it once you get established. Let me ask you this. Did you ever feel when, when you were working as an assistant, did you ever feel like I'm overwhelmed? They give me too much. I, I'm becoming resentful. Um, did, did you ever feel that way? No. I didn't either. I didn't either. No, I, I really never did. No. Um, but if I was gone from the family too much, I took it upon myself to talk to the pastor and say, mm-hmm. I, I need that. You know, like, like I said, Brother Thompson did not give us days off. No. But Brother Thompson never had a problem if you, if you went in and said, I am burned out. Mm-hmm. I need a couple of days this week. I, I yep. mean, just I need to sleep in. I need, you know, and it was fine no problem yeah Yeah. you know just communicate you know that that was the way that that he operated and there was many times that i would tell either uh uh you know mrs folger or joyce hoffman who are our our, uh, office secretaries Mm -hmm. and i'd say you know i've had games and i've had visitation i have not had any time to go christmas shopping I'm going to go out, you know, I'm making a hospital call, and then I'm going to swing by some stores for probably about three or four hours. Just want to let you know where I'm at. It was pre-cell phone days, you know, but I would just say, uh, you know, I should be back by two. But I would be honest, and I didn't broadcast it to the entire office, but I let her know, you know, this is what I'm doing, and this is where I'm going. Or because Pastor Folger didn't care if I did that, you know, so, but I wanted to let somebody know. Well, and yeah, you let me know because you said, hey, Al, can you go do my Christmas, Christmas shopping for me? <laughs> I'm going to yeah. go home and take a Except nap. You, you kept <laughs> buying these awful gifts. <laughs> I mean, how much maple candy can you get? And yeah, but then I had to wrap them. Stuff and, you know, I mean, goodness. I had to wrap them. I had to put bows on them. I had to name them all. It's crazy. And then well, I'd you're have to my go assistant. I was I making many, good use of my time. I don't know how many times I went into my father-in-law and said, You hey. just said, give your, give your job to somebody else who was able to do it. That's right. I, I'd go into my father-in-law and say, hey, this is, 17th, this is Dan's 17th day off this month. You think I can have an hour? I just washed his car for the third time. I just vacuumed the entire house. You think I could have an hour off to kiss my wife goodbye? 
Yeah, well, what you didn't know is your wife came in and said, can you keep Al busy so he won't, have to, he won't be able right. to kiss me goodbye? That's right. <laughs> and tell him I want this for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, time management, is it's something you've got to work at. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. It doesn't come easy. And there Read are be some, some good business books. Yeah. There are yeah. there are hundreds of them out there. You know, yeah. all you need to do is, you know, Google, you know, bestseller uh, time management books. You mm-hmm. can get some good ideas because the Lord did say that the children of this generation are wiser, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in mammon and the things of mammon. And of course, yeah. in the business world, time is money. Yeah. And so there's no more important thing to unsaved people than money. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, you can get some great ideas from that and and get yourself a good basis of understanding. But whenever it comes down to having a schedule, not just in your head, I would encourage you write it down yeah. and for at least two to three months, see how you're doing. And do you need to back up and maybe only schedule per hour and not half hour? But I guarantee you when you start taking chunks of time and you start looking at, whoa, Man, I, I spent four and a half hours just doing nothing at home. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I could have been, you know, turn off the ball game. I mean, the, I only have one ball game scheduled on my calendar. I keep the Michigan game scheduled yep. on my calendar. Absolutely. At hopefully I'd get to see. There's been some years I've not been able to. But every other yep. game is inconsequential. If I get to see it, fine. If I don't get to see it, well, then that's fine. But yeah. just the one game with those cheaters up north. Oh, oh, wait, no, I, I shouldn't say that. Uh, wow. Just because, uh, just because they were caught uh, stealing our signals oh. from Ohio State and other. Ooh. That that's okay. That I don't. You, I'm wow. not bitter. I'm not bitter. But uh, <laughs> well, no, anyway, no. but yeah. that's the only game that I really set aside, and I've missed it. I think four four years out of the twenty that I've been here because something was needed to be done. So. Yeah. Um, the state of Michigan just called and said you wasted about two and a half minutes of their time. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And I would rather people think that I work too much than not enough. And I'd rather have the pastor call me and say, you need to take a day off, not you're forfeiting a day off. Um, and I'd want our church people to think that I am beat because I'm doing too much then man we never see this guy do anything that that's my philosophy and I was raised well yeah but two wrongs don't make a right but two rights do make an airplane that's true that is absolutely (laughs) correct and and what invented the steam engine so um so what so there you go wow good week do the best you can. Love the Lord. Serve Him hard. Jesus did take the disciples aside for a time of rest, but He didn't do it very often. They had to work. Right. The night was coming, and our right. night is coming. And I believe in the events of this world. I believe Jesus is coming very soon. We better be Amen. busy at it. Amen. Don't just don't waste time. That's that's the secret. Don't waste time. Make benefit of every bit you've got. I'm Al Stone. And uh, I've got to go do some things right now. I've just wasted about 60 minutes of my life this week uh, doing this program. And uh, I hope it wasn't a waste to anyone else. This is Dan Wolven. I just invested 60 minutes of my life in my friend, although I 
I, you know, think it's still casting pearls before swine, but that's all right. Um, listen, David Brainerd wrote some phenomenal diaries, and he burned out for God. He lived a life that he burned himself out for God, but he also died, I think, at 27 years old. So, you know, take care of your health yeah. as well. Yeah. Your health is not more of a priority than serving Christ. Mm-hmm. That's why we take the gospel into dangerous places. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, uh, let's be wise stewards of everything that God has placed in our hands. Amen. This is Tim Talks, and uh, we kid, all kidding aside, we love doing this, and we're glad that we can spend no, the time. No. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. And keep sending in these suggestions. We love yes. it. It's a help to yes. us. And uh, God bless you. I hope you have a great weekend in serving the Lord Jesus Christ in your ministry. And be happy about it, that, you're get, that you get to do it. I'm thrilled Amen. I get to do it. Amen. And uh, if you don't love it, maybe you better find something else to do. Maybe you better. Okay, do you remember the very first time you oh. preached somewhere and got a paycheck, got a love offering? Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. How'd you feel? Oh, I'm like this is this is gold. I still remember. I still remember it. I mean, I I think I I was in Bible college, and I preached on a Wednesday night, and uh, whenever I left, they gave me like a hundred dollar check, and I thought, wow! Not only did I get to preach, not only did I, I did I get to preach at Cleveland Baptist, I got paid for it. I, I yeah. mean, I thought, whoa, that's awesome. I remember the first time I got called to fly to a meeting. Ooh. It was in Florida. Oh, I thought, I am a big shot. I you have arrived. arrived. Yes. Right. And now nobody calls anymore, and I don't fly anywhere. I just <laughs> sit around and do nothing. <laughs> we got to go. This is Tim Talks. We'll be back with you on Monday. Stay with us. We love and appreciate you. Have a great I'm weekend. Wasting day. too much time. No, you're not kidding. Time management. <laughs> Throw it out the window. You've been listening to Tim Toss, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com.